Hi, I'm Kelsey Zeiser. Welcome to What's the Story, a short podcast from Late Reading, where we take a step back from the most significant topics in telecom to tell you the latest news, how we got here, what it all means, and what to expect next. Today, I'm talking with Mike Dano to discuss the new collaboration between T-Mobile and SpaceX to connect mobile phones to SpaceX's Starlink satellites. The companies are saying that this could eliminate all cellular dead zones around the United States. Mike also provides an update on the iPhone launch. The new iPhone, which should be available next month, is expected to be able to directly connect to satellites. Right. Welcome to What's the Story, Mike. Thanks for joining me. Hey, thanks for having me. How are you, Kelsey? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Good, good, good. Thank you. Good. Um, so T-Mobile and SpaceX had a big announcement this week. What What's going on there? Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, they basically announced the fact that they're working together. So they, <laughs> they didn't actually announce like any, anything. Yeah, they just yeah. said, hey, like we know each other and we're going to work together. Um, but I mean, even that is kind of interesting because yeah. for a number of reasons, first of all, that, um, Elon Musk is Elon Musk, uh, was at this press event and he's the world's richest person by like a wide margin. And then the other reason is that, um, T-Mobile's market cap just passed Verizon's market mm. cap. So T-Mobile is the most valuable wireless company in the U S. And so I don't know, like, pretty interesting even yeah even bravo together is interesting yeah <laughs> yeah so it sounds like they made themselves facebook official sort of like together <laughs> yes <laughs> yes that's what it is no there's no product officially on the way but they're definitely facebook official yeah yeah, yeah. um so who's kind of impacted by this collaboration um mm-hmm. does it uh, affect other players in the industry yeah there's I mean, this this is definitely not happening in a vacuum. This is happening while all kinds of other things in this same area have 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 been and will continue to happen. And I think, I mean, from my standpoint, the most important thing is what happens in two weeks from now when Apple announces the new iPhone. It is widely expected to uh, already have the same technology that that T-Mobile and Starlink are are, are talking about. Mm-hmm. So T-Mobile and Starlink said that they're uh, uh, SpaceX and Starlink and, and T-Mobile. They all said they're going to work together, and they're going to have a service where T-Mobile's existing cell phones will be able to communicate with Starlink satellites, and that's a big deal for anyone who goes outside of cell coverage and you know breaks an ankle or gets into a car accident in the middle of nowhere. It means that. Um, it doesn't mean that you can watch Netflix in the middle of nowhere. It's it's not fast enough to support that. But what it does mean is you can send a text message that says, hey, somebody come get me, you know, my tire's flat. You know? Okay. So it sounds um, like there's um, some good use cases for uh, emergency response or if you're stuck in a snowdrift or... Yeah, any, in, any of those um, emergency situations, like it's a big yeah. deal. Or you tell the wife, you know, I'm going to be five hours late. Don't call search and rescue. I'm coming out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I can imagine applications too, where uh, maybe folks go hiking in a remote area or, um, you know, the national parks in Utah are so spread out. Uh, maybe something out there are, are yeah. those some potential cases where um, just, you know, so I can plan my next trip and know that <laughs> you'll answer the phone when I get stuck. Right. Like, 
Exactly. I mean, having somebody on the other end of the line when you when you're in trouble, it's a big deal. Yeah. You'll be like, why am why are you calling me? But anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you do have to have somebody on the other end of the line. Uh, that that that's a part of it. But but yeah. There. So anyway, uh, T-Mobile and Starlink talked has basically talked about this. But the problem is, is that um, they're more than a year away from even being able to offer this to anyone, you know, even a test, even a test service, several big things need to happen. Starlink needs to design and then launch and receive regulatory approval for its second generation satellites. And then they're way bigger than the current satellites. And so, you know, getting them, getting them into space is going to be a big deal. Getting regulatory approval for them is going to be a big deal. Uh, And so that, you know, and then, and then they have to get this whole thing to work. And then T-Mobile has to make it a commercial service. So there's a lot of steps that need to happen before this is actually going to go down. And so and part of the reason that this is all so interesting is because in two weeks, Apple may uh, turn this on two weeks from now. Like they may start offering this, you know, uh, within the month of September commercially to their uh, iPhone 14 users. So but we don't know that for sure. That's uh, that's the rumor. Um, but, uh, and, and, and that's not the only one, like there's a bunch of other companies that are working on this too, from Echo Star to Iridium to, um, gl- uh, to, uh, uh, Link and Space Mobile. There's just on and on. It goes on. Omni, Omni Space, uh, lots of companies in this area. Yeah. I keep wondering, uh, each time they come out with a new iPhone, cause there were a couple where they're like, oh, there's another camera and I guess that's cool, but, um, seems like they're coming up with some you know, maybe better ideas to entice consumers. I'm still holding on till my to my 10R until the battery craps out. Ooh, <laughs> it's so old. Phone. So old. Ah, just ancient phone. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's like you know, I think it's know. interesting. I mean, you know, Samsung is betting really heavily on folding phones. Like that's their, you know, if you want a folding phone, you basically have to go to Samsung. There's a couple mm-hmm. of other companies that offer them, but that that's really Samsung's, you know, attempt to differentiate. And so it, uh, potentially... Uh, the new iPhone might have a, you know, a service that will, you know, basically save you, you know, if you're stuck out somewhere. And uh, in my mind, that's, I I personally would be like, I would totally upgrade, you know, change, I would change service providers. I would upgrade my phone if I had the ability to, to have coverage anywhere in emergency situations. I think that is a, that is a huge selling point in my mind. Yeah, for sure. I, I want to know where you are if, uh, you know, you get attacked by a bear or something. Yeah, man. I mean, dude, like <laughs> stuff happens out there. I mean, this weekend I'm headed to go, I'm climbing uh, Long's Peak and I can guarantee that the cell phone service is going to be spotty if, if available at all. And, uh, you know, in, in the case of lightning or somebody falls or like there's anything can go down. And I would yeah. I would love to be able to, you know, just text somebody, hey, come get us, you know. Yeah. 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 Um, I was just thinking, like, if you did text me, I, I don't know actually what I would do. Oh, I would definitely text you, Kelsey, if something happened. <laughs> definitely you. I don't you know how I would help. <laughs> Be like, put the crampon in the carabiner and the uh, harness. You'll be fine. Good. Okay. <laughs> so um, any other thoughts on, you know, how this could um, change the competitive landscape for um, other U.S. mobile carriers? How, how does this uh this light a fire under you know Verizon or AT and T or anything? I mean, I guess it does in the fact that you know T Bubble might eventually launch this at some point, <laughs> maybe next year at the very earliest. Uh, 
and and we do know that you know Verizon and AT and T uh, are not without options. So um, Verizon has a deal with uh, Amazon for their Project Kuiper uh, satellite constellation, and AT and T has a deal with OneWeb. Neither of those are have have announced anything about you know connectivity to cell phones yet, but but the possibility is there. And then the other thing too is that you know. Um, that startup called uh, AST Space Mobile, they, they are launching satellites in order to connect them to regular phones. And they've already tested their service with AT&T's Spectrum. And so, you know, maybe AT&T will do, do a deal with uh, uh, Space Mobile, except the only problem is Space Mobile uh, doesn't expect to have commercial service till sort of later in 2023, which is the same time frame that SpaceX is working on. So, you know, will Verizon Inc. Uh, deal with a start, the startup called Link uh, that is supposed to begin offering this commercial service at, later this year? Uh, they already have a bunch of satellites up there. They've already proven their technology works, um, and they're, they've already got a bunch of deals with uh, some smaller international carriers. So, uh, you know, I, I, I think that those, a lot of conversations are happening right now, and I would not be surprised if AT&T or Verizon has a similar announcement with a an earlier launch date, um, you know, and then, you know, what does that mean for Apple? Who knows? I mean, does it, you know, we, we'll find out, we'll find out in the next year or two. Yeah. Uh, and, and maybe, um, you know, instead of like a stylus, they can add like a little, um, uh, oh gosh, now I'm drawing a blank, <laughs> a paintbrush? um, a toothpick <laughs> or something <laughs> useful, you know, they can add some other useful stuff. To- I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> the satellite yeah, something better than a folding phone. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. They're calling it a, a folding phone instead yeah. of a, we all know it's a flip phone. Okay. Oh <laughs> yes, it is. That is true. <laughs> uh, well, anything else, um, before we close out, uh, that you're looking forward to here? No, I Seems mean, like it's uh, just kind of a wait and see game at this point. Yeah, we so what I like about this whole thing is that, you know, a couple of years ago, we were everybody was talking about the the race to 5G and no one talks about that anymore. And instead, now we're talking about either the race to fiber or the race to space. And in my mind, those are probably more interesting, honestly. Yeah, so, maybe they can do a race to uh, figuring out um, the climate uh global warming issue that would be nice (laughs) cleaning up the environment that's okay with me too let's do that just gonna just do a quick plug for the environment before we close (laughs) out you know (laughs) space is cool but um uh, we have to live here okay (laughs) agreed looking forward to the comments on this podcast (laughs) all right mike thanks so much for joining me it's been really interesting and looking forward to checking in with you on further developments thanks kelsey okay bye bye Thank you so much, Mike, for taking the time to talk today. And thank you to our wonderful producer, Pierre Landrio, for making this episode. Be sure to subscribe to the Light Reading Podcast for more interviews and insights from the team. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>